going to start this week's episode off slightly different than episodes past. I've wanted to explore a narrative style open, which is almost exactly exclusively lifted from the Rosillo pod, but let Ryan be my muse rather than my mockery. Not everything we envision is clear. Not everything comes to fruition with the tools we thought we need to accomplish whatever that goal or assignment or song or canvas or weed brownie concoction or gallery or the space shuttle challenger which broke apart 73 seconds into its flight killing all seven crew members aboard we can find these tools in strange places and i hope you recognize that the tools i'm speaking of are hypothetical and non-material reaching a conclusion takes that last piece of the puzzle to make things complete and how did i reach that conclusion in my life well loosely speaking Conversation, the sun, loud music with no ear protection, and a little psilocybin. A formula written on the board right before me that I've known all along, and yet it took 27 years to reach. Like I said, I guess it's just tough to say with these things, but there's comfort in that. Comfort in the ambiguity and unknown with the hope you'd finally achieve whatever it is that you sought out in the first place. It's never clear, but... Nothing is, and when it isn't, it takes extra time, thought, and effort to get there. Like Kanye said over 10 years ago, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? All that soon, and maybe some more, but likely not enough. And that's what makes this podcast a podcast. Come one, come all. It's tough to say, y'all. My geez, it is with my distinct honor to speak with you solo today. No, this is not Barry's fault whatsoever. In fact, it's actually mine. And shall I hearken back to episode 153, The Prior, where we are in phase two of the MacDon era. I know Otto doesn't love MacDon, but it is going to be MacDon, the switch and evolution from B. McD. It's not him. Uh, long weekend with the boys, you know, surely could do a deeper recap. But after going and seeing Drizzy on Friday and then my boy Amtrak, if you don't know about Amtrak, now you know. Check it out. Spotify, Apple, wherever. DJ guy. And needless to say, after each of these activities winding up on a Sunday, the brain was basically non-existent. And... You can fault me, you can put it on me, I will take this L, but I've not done a solo podcast in many, many moons, and the Patreon is something that I believe I did about 30 to 40 episodes of and now have dropped, but I'm equipped, I'm ready to go, and much like my opener mentioned, I have a couple of things that I'll at least cast some light on, because that was... Just an entire spew that likely has zero meaning whatsoever, but I can help fill in the gaps pretty easily because it's stuff that's been on my mind for quite some time, and it'll be a conversation that I have ultimately with Barry in the next podcast where he's on. He might call in, 
to this one, but I doubt it. If he does, then maybe I'll just be contradicting myself later on in the episode. But regardless, just to put a little bit of context behind some of my weird and metaphysical assertions up front, your boy has been in an interesting place, of course, in the last episode on Emplorio's kind of out of work and looking for that next step of the career, of which I believe I have found at the time of this release. But, you know, I will obviously wait to announce anything until everything is certain and pen to paper, ink is on page, feeling good about everything about offer slash negosh. But over the weekend, I figured that I, through having my friends here, connecting with spirits via a little shroomy and seeing my boy on a boat, which was just an elegant and divine event on the cruise line system out of Pier 82, I believe. Amtrak again. If you don't know about Amtrak, go look at him right now. Also, you can go see any of these guys. I think it's Avant Gardner if you're a New York person and you want to go and see a DJ that you like on the water while you just cruise around the city seeing the Statue of Liberty and that beautiful landscape, which always reminds me of succession. But over the last week, I've sat and thought hours on end each day with just the sheer volume of time that I have at my disposal because I have broke free from the rigidity of a normal corporate schedule and now have a lot of time on my hands just to sit and ponder. And as I'm sure you might do, you being audience, with an excessive or I guess an excess, a surplus of time, you're naturally just going to be communicating with a lot of people that can either chat during work or are also unemployed, which much to my surprise, a lot of the city, New York that is, a lot of people out of a job right now. So I had at least a couple of kindred spirit soldiers out there, which I could go and chill with. But you're either chatting with others, or you're pretty deeply entrenched in your phone. And stepping out of the last couple of weeks, that has been the case big time for your boy. If you look at my screen time, it's nothing nuts. It's like five and a half hours. I mean, that's not a, that's not little, but it was a lot, at least for me. It's not an unbelievable amount, but like, you never want to see it go up. You'd like to see it trend the opposite direction. And and for me, with the phone and, and my analysis of the screen time, it's just pure communication. And my boy, Benjamin Ross, he's always been encouraging me. What What would it look like in your life if momentarily, not like you're putting a time on it or saying, oh, this month I'm doing this. What if momentarily I just disconnected? What if I just deleted apps from my phone? I mitigated some of my longer text threads. What if I just spent time focusing on me and not like in a bullshit fucking post-mortem breakup type way where that's the first low-hanging fruit thing that people say in a real way, in a real reevaluation of the priority set and a real realignment of some of the balance that would be necessary in a, a real 
solid and healthy and, and fluid lifestyle. And it was something that I was curious about, but never really explored because of a lot of reasons. Like even like having a hinge account, for instance, there's like a small and stupid part of you that thinks like, oh, I might miss a conversation and that conversation might lead to this and that might lead to why. And then taking away that, what if it's Instagram? You're like, well, you know, if I don't have it on my phone, I'm not going to be as connected real time or so on and so forth. You can fill in the gaps, the mad lib, the mad lib, excuse me, that it is this concept that I'm talking about. You feel like you're missing out on stuff. And then I looked in the mirror and thought, well, what is it that I'm missing out on? The people that I would ultimately see, they'll just call me or text me. And these other apps are kind of just junking it up. They just are they're providing a lot of noise and clutter. And obviously they're connectors. So I get that they are important. And I'm not saying I'm just departing from them entirely, but I did delete them. And in a way, like my boy Lebron, low-key kind of doing a little Zero Dark 30. And the reason being, and this is kind of what I was mentioning up front, but over the course of that time that I've spent just thinking, there was just a part of the equation that I didn't know. Like... David and I on this boat over the weekend had a discussion which then continued into a larger discussion with Ben as well that was about the behind the line versus over the line or if I just say this maybe a little more clearer if you're at a show you're in the pit or the audience and you're looking at the person who is behind the line, therefore being the artist, the DJ, the comedian. In this environment, we were on this very large boat, you know, capacity probably 250. And we were, of course, in the audience. We had purchased tickets. We were just there as a part of each of the patrons that were enjoying the show. And then there was a group that was behind the DJ. And this is customary for things like this. You know, they get the rider, which if you don't know what that is, they essentially just get a list of things that they request in advance as well as getting paid for the show. But they have friends back there. They have, you know, likely if it's the dudes that were performing over this past weekend, they have beautiful women back there. They have drinks. They got bottles. They got everything. I mean, that is what we're referring to as behind the line. And then for us who are just in the general populace, the conversation that David and Ben and I had was how? How do they get there? And what steps are necessary to get there? Because each of us in a way yearn for that. We feel as if we have the tools and the rapport to be behind the line and instead we just aren't entirely sure how to get there. And so how was a big word that resonated throughout the boat. And serendipitously, it was a question that I was asking myself all throughout this past week. How? How do you get there? What do they do that ultimately got them there? And that's a larger question, but at least to get there, 
to get there as uh, the pure thought before you can actually actualize something like that. But I just felt like I was missing something in the formula. I felt like I was missing something in my reflection when I was writing. I felt like when I sat and stared at grass that nothing was becoming clear. And again, like I mentioned, perfect storm of conversation and substances ultimately got me there. And for me, at least the first step to how and answering that question is a separation from those things from just, just a little bit. I'm taking a hiatus from stuff that is providing noise. And I am not making it a thing. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going on Instagram or TikTok for this amount of time. I'm, I'm also not being that guy. that's like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not really drinking right now. Uh, blah, blah. I, I just felt, Personally, like, I just need a break. And I'd like to challenge a lot of my peers because it's not the first time that you would hear somebody walk into the new year and say, I'm doing dry January, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing sober October, or I'm deleting Instagram for 30 days, or I'm giving this up for Lent. And I I just don't feel like it needs to be so contrived. I feel like you can just step away and when asked if you want some of those things, you just say no. They're like, oh, I'm not really feeling that. Gin martini for the hundredth time this week. I'm not really feeling that show on Thursday. I'm not really feeling that J. I'm not really feeling that whatever. Or I didn't see that on Instagram when somebody inevitably is like, did you see this? Did you see that trend? Did you see that thing that she posted? Did you see this or that? Like the answer can just be no. It doesn't need a reason. It doesn't need a rationale. And so I'm taking that approach. I'm not like walking away from these things by any stretch. I'm just merely removing myself for a moment in an effort to see what it might lend. Like I, or, or yield, I suppose would be the proper term. I've never done it. I've been serially online since apps were created, which is literally in my lifetime and in my childhood, rather. I've never just taken a step back and equally so as a connector, which I am and always will be, I've never just done what I feel like I want to do on my own I'm always at least looking for company or for the next plan or the next date or whatever like I got to a point where I wasn't trying to get there and for whatever reason this sunny day on a boat with a DJ was illuminating and it's interesting because I have yet to have this conversation it's a conversation I wanted to have with Barry on the pod. Again, that's my fault, not my boy. But you know, Mac Don and I talk about this all the time. And he he's pretty online that guy, but he also he didn't pick up some of the the behaviors that we did where, you know, we're always posting or thinking of stories to put up in certain moments. He's pretty removed from that. He's connected obviously, but Guy doesn't have TikTok. 
He doesn't really post stories, though. I think he's trying to now. I'm kind of interested to hear him chime in on that. And I get why. He popped out into Charlotte and focused on his career for a time in which it was really very critical to him and his growth. And as a testament and byproduct of that growth, he's going to be getting some pretty cool places. And so this pod is just going to be me. And obviously it's just been me chatting, but it's pretty short and sweet. I don't think this needs to go excessively long, but if you have something in your life that could be trimmed momentarily, and this is of course completely neglecting things in our lives. So a whole separate conversation, whole separate thread that are detrimental to whatever it is. That's your routine. I'm not talking about that. Just shit that you can cut out noise. You can dull. just try it because I can tell you I'm a couple days in and it's pretty enlightening even sitting on the subway. I mean, I'm not like raw dog in life. Like I have headphones and I'm listening to podcasts and music, but like I'm not looking at shit on my phone. I'm just observing. And that's a little uncomfortable in a way, you know, it's beautiful because it's life and life is beautiful, but in the same sentence, you know, we're, when I'm waiting for stuff, if I'm in line or waiting for a table or whatever, chances are I'm probably scrolling on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. And in this case, I'm just more observant. And there's a healing in my brain that I can already feel. And again, I'm only a couple of days in. I'm going to go a little longer. And... By the way, I might post something on Instagram, but I'm just gonna I would post it and I would then delete it. <laughs> I don't wanna I wanna lose out on my content. I mean, come on now. But I can already tell that by not spending, you know, many, many hours of my week just scrolling aimlessly, like I feel like there's a portion of my brain that's mending and regenerating that has previously been there. And I notice this a lot when I'm trying to read. My attention span is so shot that I really struggle to just sit and stare at pages and and try to absorb knowledge. And so it's just a social experiment and in in the same way too it it's a necessary departure from it too cuz you reach a point I think you got to be honest with yourself and I'm like, "Well, this is a little excessive. I'm on my phone a lot. I'm connecting with people a lot. I'm just like overstimulated as fuck." So it's just a departure from that momentarily in hopes of just seeing what results we might get. But I will check back in and, and Barry will be a part of that too. He has no clue. I don't suspect that he would be listening to this, but I am curious of what I'll be singing, what tune I'll be singing in next week's episode where I'll be a couple days in having spend a lot of my days experiencing things instead of just locking myself away into the black screen, the black mirror, if you will. I'm not going to drone on. I think 20 minutes ought to do it. It's just a little snap size and and it is a less zestier and perhaps even a more uh, serious or 
thought-provoking episode than we've had in quite some time, but I don't think that that should water down the product whatsoever. I hope that this has at least been somewhat informative as to who or where I'm going or my thought process is, but definitely check in next week because I'm very curious to see what it might do. And be honest with yourself too, if you're out there and you think you might need to take a hiatus from something or someone, which might be just clouding the vision in the brain. I certainly did. It took me a long time to do it, so you're not alone there. It's not easy to do these things, but great results. They would never come with ease. I'll check in next week, but as Mac Don would say, health and wealth, not my phrase, just my boy. For me, I'm just saying out, and we'll talk to you soon. Bless and evil. <laughs>